are often anything but silent as we contemplate Christmas. Sometimes the noise of preparation becomes an uproar inside us. Sometimes we struggle to focus on the melodies of love and grace that hold the real music of this season. So this night will not be silent. It will ring with thanksgiving and worship as we remember when God appeared in our darkness with his glorious light. From the beginning of Father, had a magnificent plan. Revealed through the Lord and the prophets, in the redemption of man. He spoke after centuries of silence, in the midst of a still starry night. And Emmanuel Blessed are you among women. The road that lay before them would not be easy. 
But Mary's response was not to fear or shirk back from what God was asking her to do. Mary's first response was worship. This became the theme of every person to whom God revealed his plan. From the lowly to the wealthy, all would come to bow and give God praise. Great things for me, great things. 
God's plan was to send his son. Mary would carry him as rumor world around her. Joseph would accept the task of defending her and providing for her. God's plan was take them on a difficult journey to Bethlehem to bring forth Mary's firstborn surrounded by animals to lay him in a manger. So often, God's plan is not at all what we expect. We pray for blessings, we pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep. We pray for healing, for prosperity, we pray for your your blessings come through raindrops what if your healing comes through tears what if a thousand sleepless nights or what it takes to know your need and what if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise We cry in anger when we cannot feel you near. We doubt your goodness. We doubt your love. As if every promise from your word is not enough. And
that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about.
Oh, he brings, won't you listen? 
great. Everybody, all the musicians did great. We are thrilled that you joined us tonight for the celebration that Jesus is a gift in the presence to the world of God Himself. A little babe wrapped in swaddling clothes laid in a manger. I pray that you know Him as your personal Savior. Someone asked the other day, matter of fact, they were, they were uh, saying, you know, I, I talk to the Lord every day. Uh, when I get in, in need, He's there for me. And this person kind of knew the Lord like a neighbor, a good neighbor. Somebody you see every day and speak to every day. But you see, this individual talked to the Lord every day, but really had never began a relationship with Jesus. You see, Jesus is more than a neighbor. He's more than an acquaintance, or even a friend across the street, who's always seemingly there. But you see, it's one thing to talk to somebody every day and be and it's another thing to enter into a relationship with someone. Whenever you ask Jesus to save you, when you say, I'm a sinner, and Jesus come into my heart, you can phrase it a gazillion different ways. Jesus, be my Savior. Jesus, save me from my sins. Jesus, I want you to come into my heart. My life, save me now. It's been phrased so many different ways, but what it is, you're asking Him into your life to be your Savior. You're asking Him to forgive. And I pray that Jesus is more than a neighbor across the street and that you are relatives. Because once God becomes your Heavenly Father, that is a relationship that will never go away. We believe that the Bible, God's holy word, teaches that we enter in that relationship with Him and He is forever a part of our heart and part of our life. And I pray that you know Him. And uh, I pray that you know the real meaning for this time of the year. The choir, I think, has had a lot of fun this year and just put in a lot of hard work. Many of them have talked about all the hours of uh, of uh, practicing with their CDs as well as in the uh, choir room over there. Many of them, you have to be careful every year starting about October. If you see somebody driving down the road with a choir book on the steering wheel, be very careful. They're not supposed to do that. They're just supposed to listen to the CD, not read the book while they drive. And there have been a few that have said that they, well, it's been tempting I'm learning the words. And uh, But they have, they've had a great time. And I know, I think Miss Barbara has had a wonderful time this year. The, the cantata seemingly just came together. It's a fantastic as a pastor. I get to just kind of normally be in the background for that. And I, just, and I enjoy that. I enjoy just being a part of a team and uh, being part of a team effort. And that's why I look at a lot of things in life. Church is all about everybody pulling together. 
to the team after God set this institution up years ago to carry this gospel throughout the world. Again, I pray that you know him. You know Jesus as your personal Savior. He is the reason for the season. Um, thanks again for coming.